Well, howdy there. How, how you doing? Hi. Welcome to Textual Tension. I am your co-host, Rachel, and every other week I hop in here and tell you all about what's going on on our little slice of this earth. Uh, hi, everybody. I hope everything is going so well for you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just knock this out as quickly as I can because, one, uh, this book sucks and I just want to get to it, and I think you do too. Two, I know you don't want to be here listening to me, so uh, let's let's get down to bees nas. Hey, patrons, we got a new one. Hey, Emily, thank you so, so much for supporting us, and we are so happy to see you here, and welcome to the family. Uh, thank you. And hey, if you, yes you, are interested in becoming part of the Textual Tension family and getting access to all sorts of cool stuff and joining Emily, which I know you want to because they are the coolest person ever, obviously, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash textualtension and check us out. There's all sorts of bonus content over there. Our uh, monthly live stream for our third base patrons is uh, Wednesday, so if you are not a patron and don't get early release, then that's tomorrow if you're listening on the day that this comes out. Um, And we're going to have so much fun with it. So uh, maybe go check that out if you're interested. We would love to see you. And uh, we're getting closer and closer to that 50 patron reward of doing some Chuck Tingle actual play D&D. So I'm excited for it. So like, I'm so excited for it. Um, social media, we have that too. Hit us up at Textual Tension Pod across the board on our social. We love to get book recommendations and just hear from you. Uh, some people have been sending us TikToks and Reels, and that's been pretty great too. Um, so hit us up there. That would be super cool. Uh, head on over to the Discord. There's a link in our Instagram as well as on our website, and you can join us on the Discord and hang out, figure out what your role in our our, our planned yacht violence is. Um, we have an entire plan. Uh, people who can't swim, don't worry. You can be the brains from the, from the shore. Totally fine. Uh, people that can swim, great. You could be the brains, the brawn, bring snacks. Who cares? All of us are in this together. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, real quick, uh, we did miss a trigger on this. Um, they do reference miscarriages in this one. Um, God, it's not easy to come up with a fun way of saying it when we miss triggers. So, uh, yeah. And, hey, this book, we think, is going to prompt some really great discussion. Um, we cannot stress this enough. We are too just painfully white women from the Midwest. So we would love to hear your thoughts. Um, if you think we did something wrong, if you think that we, maybe we don't know something, maybe uh, you want to just share your thoughts with us. We would really like to hear them. So uh, we want to keep this as an open of a discourse as possible. So please reach out. We really would appreciate hearing from you guys. And I bet there's going to be a discussion about it over on the Discord. So if you want to get in on that, that would be a great place to do it. Um, I think that that is it except for oh how could i forget the romance novel wisdom and for this romance novel wisdom i think i'm going to leave you with this really truly classic american folk song (laughs) oh give me a home where romantic men roam whether queer whether straight whether gay where never is heard a derogatory word. And the skies are all rainbows all day. Home, home on the range. Where literally anyone can play. So bring all your friends. 
And the one that bartends, we won't turn anybody away. Classic. Just how I remember singing it and growing up in middle or in grade school. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and uh, for hanging out. And I, again, I think this is going to have some good discussion in it. So hit us up with your thoughts and strap in, y'all. <laughs> because without further ado, here's episode 88. We're sorry. Welcome to Textual Attention, a love-hate relationship with romance novels. I am your co-host, Margie. And I'm your co-host, Rachel. Every other week, one of us reads, like, the fucking shittiest novel on oh, the planet no. and summarizes it for the other unsuspecting co-host. <laughs> this week, that co-host is Rachel. It's me? And together, we unpack what the fuck what just the fuck happened. Just and happened. I just want to get this off my chest, this goddamn book. It's given me so much distress. Hey, welcome new listeners. And hey, um if if you if you, yes, you at home, like to make fun of racists for about an hour and a half, this is the episode for you, I'm assuming. This is like weird racism though, and we'll get into why, oh. but it's just it's not like it's not people like Ku Klux Klanning kind of racism. It's more like I'm not racist, but kind of racism. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Rut row. Rut row scatio. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, I feel like there was one other thing I wanted to say, but it's gone. It's in the wind. So let's, Rachel, let's crack into it. Um, hey, send me that book. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> My shit-eating grin is back. Margie. Yes. Oh, I had to tell you how I came Somebody gave this book to me. Who? Who so we can hunt them down in the night? Lindsay. She's coming (laughs) over tonight. Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay. (laughs) This gives me such Comanche Moon vibes. Yeah. It's not... I wouldn't say it's worse than Comanche Moon. Okay. So it is called... The Spirit Path. (laughs) And it is Time Traveler number one. And it's by Madeline Baker. And Madeline has decided that the appropriate cover for her book is that, like, really, like, my dream job, which is to say being a romance novel cover oil painter in the 80s. Um, It's like one of those styles. And it's a, a dude naked from the waist up. With very long black hair facing away from you, but he looks like he is balls deep in the woman that he's holding oh in his God. arms. Whose skirt is up. It's a very pink dress that she's wearing. Her her top is over her shoulders down, so you get a, like a real sexy shoulder. And she has her head back in an uh kinda kinda. Why vibe. Rachel Rachel, can we talk about that they on this cover look like they are the same skin tone? Oh no. Oh, they do. They and look I, like a very had, similar skin tone. If you had not brought that <laughs> up, I would have not known <laughs> that that was gonna... Okay. 
Are you upset yet? <laughs> also, I will say that is not the cover of the book that I have. Oh, no. Do you want to see mine? Yes. Here's mine. Oh, it's so much worse. <laughs> uh, oh, God. That is a dude in a loincloth with feathers in his hair fulfilling every single stereotype. And full disclosure, I know very little about indigenous people culture indigenous yes, people of and, the america's culture and it is a problem i yes. should i need to know more but i did do I, some research so good that looks like someone thinking it's a caricature it's an oil painted muscly caricature of an entire people's yeah of you, the oh, entire shit. he's carrying the entire sioux nation on his back right now that that uh, and, there's and a, he's got a horse is, behind him. Don't forget that, about the say, horse. Is that a horse? It's a I horse. Was a horse or a goat. It's a horse, and he's kind. Of, he's standing with both arms up, and he's kind of like, I don't know what he's holding his arms up to. He's got a spear in one hand, and Here, can he's I... looking up at something, and uh, it, it's. Can he doesn't I... have an eight pack, which I guess that's something new. Yeah. Can I? Uh take a shot at what the prompt was for the artist <laughs> yes go ahead please Let's i'm gonna guess it was something involving the words shaman rain dance and antiquated term that no one should use indian but that's definitely the word he was given or they were given rachel yes. just just so what's the remind our listeners what's the title of the book the Spirit Path by Madeline Baker. <laughs> I'm gonna hate it. Yeah, I know. Oh, you're gonna hate it. So okay, now just all right, read. Let me read it. Okay. Yes. I mean, it's like three lines. Oh, it's much longer on mine. <laughs> oh, I only Should have like I three lines it? on mine. So give me, me that me... one. Okay, this one says, Strong and wise beyond his years, Shadowhawk, the spiritual leader of his people, is drawn by a mysterious vision to an unknown place, a distant time where passion and peril await. That's all I got. Okay. Can I read? Oh, no. Can I read? Should I find it? I could find it on Amazon if you want me to read the, the more extended one. I could read the back. Do it. Okay. The medicine man. Strong and wise ah! beyond his years, Shadowhawk was the spiritual leader of his people, but he had seen a troubling vision that even he could not understand. Guess what? That troubling vision is a white woman. Is it boobs? No, it's a white woman, which I understand that that's, a white woman is troubling. And it's very troubling. <laughs> so, then the spirit woman, beautiful and infinitely desirable, she seemed to beckon Hawk away from the Lakota, drawing him to an unknown place where passion and peril awaited. Yeah, white people. So it's Lakota, not Sue, right? They're they're kind of oh, one, okay. one on top it's... of Venn diagrammy. Great. Good. Yeah. Um, the path of love. D together, despite all odds, Maggie and Hawk discovered a shared destiny that would conquer time itself and unite them body and soul. So that was one of the things that, to go back to your question of Lakota or Sue, that I had the question of. Because when you look up, so I did some I did some research online. I there, One thing that I learned is you can never do enough. Um, and mm -hmm. I ended up on the website Lakota, Dakota, Nakota .org, and, um And they are... All as far as I'm, if I'm understanding it correctly, they are all or some, like under the umbrella of the Sioux Nation. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yes. Neat. So, and it was a really interesting website. I also found out that Madeline got so much wrong. 
so much wrong because even um so okay i'm just gonna get to my notes because otherwise i will just rant until the end of time well so here's my thought can we i'd like to for our listeners kind of because margie and i i don't know anything about this book but margie did come to me a little bit ago and say hey i have this book it's real racist Uh let's like is this something we should approach? And I, obviously, I, I think we should. But the way that we decided to approach it is, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, is approach it, point out the things that we see as wrong, and do as much research as we can so that we can do make an informed decision as to why it's wrong instead of just saying, oh, no, that's so racist, but not giving any yes, background yes, but or I reasoning do think that there or are also things that are just racist like that just good good feel well, racist and- that comes that'll come up very early in the conversation yeah. about this book um, well and i think it's important just to have that discussion of okay this is this is uncomfy why do we feel like it's uncomfy and let's talk about yes. it because it's it's so easy and i think that it's very easy for like oh uh, like oh you're being racist it's like okay yes i agree how and maybe we can learn from that and try to fix it in well the future. and i i think it's um important to say too and we've said it multiple times before we are two very white women You're so living white. in the midwest of america yes. a very unfortunately racist nation so i yes. did do research i don't have mm-hmm. all of the answers i did mm-hmm. and i did research based off the questions i had from reading this book i yeah um didn't go and be like i'm gonna learn the entire like sioux nation culture like it's impossible you can't do it um but i did the best i could based off of the questions i had from this book and i think that's that's the way to approach it i think it's an important thing to talk about i think that if we shy away from from books like this for that read because like ooh, it's uncomfy it's like no we need to know why it's uncomfy and we won't have all the answers and we we need to talk about our discomfort and and our and how we deal with that discomfort in right. everyday life, I guess, sort of. Like how we try not to be the reason for people's discomfort. Yes. And we try to acknowledge that, like, we're, we're uncomfortable. One thing that I've even learned recently, I was feeling the other day, was I'm uncomfortable, but that's nothing compared to, like, having someone actually be racist against you. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, God, yeah. if, if I'm, you know, talking about someone being racist and like like a third party perception where i'm not the one who is experiencing the racism i'm just the one who's like hearing the racism that discomfort Mm -hmm. is nothing compared to like the person who's actually being discriminated against right yeah Yeah, absolutely 100 percent. yeah so that's just something that's been on my mind yeah, what we're saying is Pobody's nerfect. We're going to do our best. Yes. And we're going to do our best to bring information that we have learned from this book and use it as a teaching experience and yeah. a learning experience. All right, and also, you ready to learn? Yell about racism. Let's fucking go. Okay, so triggers. Triggers. Oh, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, ableism, racism, gun violence, racism, derogatory <laughs> terms for neurodivergency, racism, misrepresentation of indigenous, of American indigenous people's culture racism AIDS stigmatism racism categorizing women as other girls racism <laughs> attempted rape racism torture and shit i have one more oh racism <laughs> there were so many in there that i didn't expect <laughs> aids 
AIDS. There's one line. I mean, we're not going to get into it, but there is a line where, well, I will get into it because I wrote down a few quotes from this book just so you can, oh, you can get some flavor. Cool flavor. Me little, running. Little salt Jeez. bay in there. Jesus um, fuck. So, and so my first note is the when racism. Was this written? What? When was this written? Oh, good question. 80s, I'm was, assuming? Or I think it was actually early 90s. Oh, no. This is the first. I'm 1993. That was my birth year. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so mad. Yeah, he came into the world okay. on that book. Oh, actually, God. it's March 1993, so he came after after you, it came after you were born. Like, right after? <laughs> oh, no. Well, okay. so my first note is the racism in this book is truly just astounding. There are a lot of re- references to um, indigenous people indigenous men wandering around the reservation drunk and that's the reason that they're accidentally someone's accidentally shot <laughs> we hate everything um so and now i'm just gonna get a little bit into the author because i was like what 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 makes her tick <laughs> um she's a white woman so shocker no uh, no oh <laughs> so shocked uh let me just sum it up with one sentence from her website it's actually like a little paragraph at the front of her website that's next to a picture this is eddie little sky he used to dance at the old indian her words village in disneyland which is where this photo was taken i had a crush on him when i was a young girl and he became the inspiration for all my indian again heroes and uh, you could do more reading about this Disneyland nightmare online, but actually, so far, what's been written about it is actually very laudatory. Um, uh, yeah, it existed. There was a little, in, again, their words, not mine, Indian village, that's what they called it, in, outside of Frontierland. It has now been replaced by Country Bear Jamboree. Good. Good. Now, it was, one thing that... It came out I, in 19... It's opened in 1955. Peter Pan came out in 1953. And the reason why I say that is because there's an image of it where it looks a little bit like the Peter Pan powwow scene. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something that I think is important to say also is we acknowledge I, I think it's important to acknowledge the fact that in 1993 the term quote unquote indian yes was very commonplace and it doesn't make it a good word to use yes but it's a word that was used and it's important to acknowledge that it was used so that we can acknowledge that like we were wrong and we will continue to try not to be wrong but yes. like it's still yes. bad it's very I, bad you know what's funny i was when i was in high school my family went to a um indigenous reservation i can't remember which one oh, it was the cool. one where uh gosh um wounded knee we went to wounded knee which was like oh my god so sad wow. so sad but they wow. they were they were they were like yeah at the time they were like yeah we were, were indians and i was like oh okay you're you're cool like it was just it's just interesting looking yeah. back on that so i don't know terminology is um, hard especially as two white women from the from the midwest from the midwest yeah all right let's get into this goddamn dumpster fire of a book actually and here's the other funny thing about this book is that i kept what i had it i like broke it up into parts for reading it um (laughs) and i kept putting in my planner the medicine man instead of the spirit path i kept forgetting that was actually called the spirit path 
Um, <sighs> all right. So Shadowhawk, okay. he is the about to be Wakasa Wakin or Medicine Man, which I'm going to mispronounce everything of mm-hmm. his Lakota Nation tribe. Shadowhawk is like the one of the dudes. Like he is, he is. Yeah. He, they Do look we know up- if that's an official term? What? The Wakasa. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Cool. Yes, cool, I cool, did cool. look that up. Um, and I'll probably have the same questions you did. Yes. So. <laughs> and uh, the, actually, she had she did have a little glossary in the back of the book, which I did not refer to. I double checked it. Um, but of all of some Sioux works. Okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And uh, he's killed for his tribe. He's defended his tribe against uh, the white man. And he's uh-huh. just altogether a badass dude. Then you and that's back in time. Well, back from our time. Um, and uh-huh. then we have Maggie St. Clair, a romance novel writer who writes about, and I quote, beautiful white women falling in love with handsome Indian men. End quote. She is disabled and uses a wheelchair to get her out. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Can we from now on refer to her as Madeline? <laughs> Self-insert, am I right? Um, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Alright, let's get into this plot. Oh, no. Uh so Shadowhawk uh has been given a mission by Heart of the Wolf, who is the current medicine man of his tribe, should he choose to accept it. <laughs> uh, I, can I ask another question that you may or may not think you know the answer please. to? Please. Is that a um an accurate naming like representation of like naming conventions for sioux peoples don't know okay didn't have time for that totally fair (laughs) so much other stuff rachel um so he shadowhawk learns that it's time to go to the cave of the spirit path and find out the future destiny of his tribe this would usually actually be a task for heart of the wolf but remember retire oh well so retirement is coming so um, uh, he's not strong enough himself to go, and he's been sort of training Shadowhawk to do it. Is he going to be killed three days before retirement? Uh, not three days. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, I like I did some reading on Cave of the Spirit Path, and I could not find anything specific about mm-hmm. a cave or as like that contains a spirit cat path. But I did find. The Wind Cave, which is, um, it's a mm-hmm. sacred cave, and they, apparently there are certain legends where if you go there, you ha- you have to discover, you find, you discover something about yourself. Um, is the spirit path, like, a thing? The spirit path is not. The Wind Cave okay. is. And it's, right. it's never okay, called okay, okay. the Wind Cave in this book. And actually, the Wind Cave, if you want to do reading about it, is super interesting, because it's, like, where, um, the origin story of man in the in the Sioux tribe oh, comes that's from, so cool. which is very cool. And the in the cave itself, it's called the Wind Cave because you can like there's this very interesting like echo loca- echo effect where you can like hear oh. the wind with like either within or outside oh, the cave. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. So you can kind of understand where like legends would come yeah. from, right? And there's right. also like this like there are these legends about like a vengeful goddess and all the about like why man was created and it's actually very a little bit like adam and eve-esque which is interesting Interesting. yeah so i did but i couldn't find anything that specifically said cave of the spirit path madeline just the spirit path in general just the spirit path no i couldn't find anything about that um madeline could have taken the wind cave and just made it her own anyway um 
So, but Heart of the Wolf is like, all right, Shadowhawk, all right, big guy, time for some visions. And uh, it's time for Shadowhawk to take a turn in the spirit cave, spirit path, whatever. Um, luckily, though, Shadowhawk is not unaccustomed to visions. In fact, he's oh. had visions about a white woman. <gasps> several times i mean he's only ever killed white men up to this point yes so so several times before this and unfortunately in these one in the in these visions his uh spirit woman looks sad okay <laughs> but to prepare to go into this mystical cave shadow hawk fasts and doesn't drink water for a whole day and then you see he's expected to stay there staring at a dark wall for 24 hours until he sees his tribe's future Okay. And uh, he does. I... He does all this. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, it's pretty bleak because white men, Uh-oh. no, uh, were basically <laughs> <laughs> are going to attack. And they okay. do. Less than 12 hours later of him emerging from this cave. So the cave Boy, is it's not really even... <laughs> lucky he went in to have that vision 12 hours <laughs> before it happened. How uh, convenient. How convenient. So Shadowhawk gets Heart of the Wolf out of danger by t- actually taking him to the cave of the spirit path. So he's like, let's, you know, we'll, I'll get you out of danger and then I'll come back and I will help defend the tribe. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, by the time they get into the spirit cave, uh, Heart of the Wolf is already shot. So like Heart of okay. the Wolf is dying and then he uh-huh. dies in the cave. So and then the cave drugs Shadowhawk and he passes out because that's. You know, that's how visions work and time travel. Apparently, I have questions, and I don't think you can answer any of them. I want, I want, I hear. I think I, I want to hear only them. Only God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like. There's here's the problem. There's so much here where because like, I mean, you and I honestly growing up had so much of just the quote unquote popular culture representation, like caricature representation of indigenous. Yeah, you ever see Peter Pan? I was obsessed with it. Yeah. And, and like, there's so much of that, that I, it feels like someone was like, oh yeah, I know all about this without doing any research and wrote based on, you know, the popular culture tropes of the day. And I just don't know enough about it to be like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, either way, what right. the fuck, and there's, dude? And the problem is, is that there's so much cultural detail that right. she's including in there that you, that like having to check, checking on every fact, the every quote unquote fact that Madeline uses, like you're never going to get through the book. Like you're never going right. to be able to fact check all the sources. There's just too much. Um, right. So, but let's recap really quick because, like, we've got, already gotten off on a couple tangents. <laughs> don't, don't, it's not totally fine. So, Shadow Hawk, he has a, um, he's told he needs to go to a shadow or a shadow cave. He's told he needs to go down the spirit path and get a vision from uh-huh. Heart of the Wolf. He does this. He finds out that his village is going to be burned to the ground. Spoiler alert: twelve hours later, it's burnt to the ground. Um, Shadow Hawk takes uh, Heart of the Wolf to the cave, where Heart of the Wolf promptly dies, and then we. And then Shadowhawk passes out because time travel things. Oh, and, yeah, <laughs> neat. <laughs> so when he wakes, so when Shadowhawk wakes up, he he's like, "Huh, that's weird. Like his body's gone, huh?" And he actually gets up and starts to head to his village, but is shot almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> By who? And then we switch to Maggie St. Clair's perspective. Okay, Maggie. so can. Sorry, sorry. 
I will admit, I expected the time travel to go the other way. No. I expected her to come back. Okay, so uh, Maggie St. Clair and her friend Bobby Running Horse have accidentally shot down a man who came upon their property. Um, (laughs) How did they... (laughs) He walked out of a cave! Were you just sitting there like, oh man, someone's gonna fucking... He was wandering on the property for a while. Okay, I was gonna say someone's gonna come out of this fucking cave someday. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> well, and Bobby, I think that Bobby thinks that he's some kind of animal or something. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh-huh. and Maggie oh, is a God. romance writer and is shocked to discover that the man they shot has also featured in several of her dreams and is the central inspiration for several of her romance novels. We got dreams. We got dreams. We have dreams as a a theme. (laughs) So, and then here's a quote. Such a wonderful physique, Maggie mused. He had a belt to rival that of Fabio, the gorgeous Italian hunk who appeared on so many of Johanna, Johanna? Lindsay's book covers. The same broad shoulders and powerful arms, a face that was beautiful yet utterly masculine. One, way to fucking name drop, all right? And two, there's a reason we we talk about how bad it is that Fabio is apparently from, like, 12 different fucking nationalities, all right? (laughs) Jesus! Uh, So, important to note, Maggie is disabled. She got into a car wreck two and a half years ago and has not been able to use her legs ever since. But don't worry, the doctors say that it's all psychological. (laughs) You see, Maggie had been driving the car that ended up in an accident that killed her sister, Susie. After that, Maggie felt so guilty that she couldn't walk anymore. So she moved to South Dakota, bought a house, hired a couple of hands, and started writing, quote, romantic stories of beautiful white women and handsome Indian men. God, I wish it was that easy to just, like... Be racist and and make money? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I'm not racist, so I guess that's the problem. So (laughs) I... I what okay psych psychosomatic injuries are a thing yes i girl go so fucking go i consulted my cousin dr yes! bayless who yes! is a medical doctor currently practicing in boston like he is he oh, is an yeah. md phd he's very smart margie science corner and he told me quote the brain's ability to manifest emotions through physical means is astounding this would be a description the what she's going through of a conversion disorder namely a patient manifests a physical symptom without a medical explanation this often occurs after a traumatic experience like the car accident described Mm -hmm. it is distinguished from factitious disorder or malingering in that there is no obvious primary or secondary gain the medical field has to be careful with calling something a conversion disorder or a somatic symptom disorder because many times throughout history the medical field has had to put its foot in its mouth as a neurological explanation eventually (laughs) is revealed through further scientific inquiry but let's say that your character had a thorough and lengthy workup which i don't think happened i think she refused to go to therapy and there was absolutely no neurological explanation for her symptoms or her physical exam was incompatible with the true motor paralysis then we would be in the realm of conversion disorder given that her disorder is thought to be primarily psychiatric i hope that she received good psychiatric care had cognitive behavioral therapy and a trial of antidepressants Look, it was 93. She didn't get a single one of those things. <laughs> you 
tried just getting over it. <laughs> she's doing that, and she's about to do it through some really problematic dick. So, so great. <laughs> All right, so Bobby, her handyman, shot Shadow Hawk thinking, oh, he thought he was a deer. Sure, Jan. <laughs> that is, what, oh God, what was the one vice president's name? Fuck. Cheney. Cheney. Yeah. It's like some Dick Cheney bullshit right there. <laughs> shot that guy in the head. Yeah. So they bring him to the house, into the house to recover. He wakes up, and thankfully, Maggie has been taught to speak Lakota. Um, Good for her. By who? Her, the handy people around her house. Okay. Yeah. And so Shadowhawk is like, OMG, you're the spirit woman I saw in my visions. Why did you call me here? I have to go back to my village. But oh. Bitch, you gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, so no, but overall, he's weirdly calm about this whole thing. He doesn't know where he is or how he got there. And he's worried about his village. Like, remember, he lets his village burning, basically. Yeah. But he doesn't rage. He doesn't freak out. He lets Maggie basically put him back to bed. And he falls asleep. And he feels safe because his quote-unquote spirit woman is with him. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna guess from being shot in the woods to her home he's probably seen a few things that he you know maybe a couple hundred years would be a problem <laughs> like yeah like there's some there's some disconnect that i'm very surprised he's not freaking the fuck out about i know i would be so he wakes up again later and actually gets up out of bed and he eats dinner meatloaf which they feed him honestly the most white of white american people food <laughs> Is there mashed potatoes and corn on the cob? I think there is. Yep, that's, that's Midwestern. And that's when Maggie explains her theory that he's actually a time traveler from the past. Holy Whoa. jumping to conclusions, Batman. <laughs> Jesus. So, only, honestly, only explanation. So currently, he's still too weak to return to the spirit path to try and re- get back to his people. Yeah, so he he's was like, fucking shot. And two... What makes her jump to this conclusion? Is it his clothes? Because that's profiling. Uh, it's also, he doesn't speak any English, and he doesn't know where he is, and... All of these things can be explained. <laughs> Your psychological analysis, honestly. Everyone needs to hear needs a psych workup. Literally everybody <laughs> would bend... I mean, don't get me wrong. We need to get wrong. Dr. Bayless, my cousin, <laughs> on the case. Everyone would benefit from... Everyone needs therapy anyway, but these people in particular. <laughs> so, um... Jesus. He's still too weak to return to the spirit path, try to get back to his people. So he's like, the uh-huh. next full moon isn't for another two weeks, or whatever full moons happen. I'll get rest... I think it's two weeks. It's No, it's it's every... Month. Four. Every four. I don't know. The what? next full moon, he thinks that he can return to his people by the next full moon, and apparently that's two weeks from the date. The current so wait, date. oh, oh, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. It's <laughs> not, it's not, no, 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 it's not the date from when he got, like, he got okay. there to when he is trying to go back. It's the date from whenever he woke up from being shot, so, okay. and, like, is actually it's, it's... able to question and say, like, okay, I think I need to do this in order to get back to my people. So does that okay. make more sense? So I think he's there yeah. for like two weeks and then he realizes that and then it's another two weeks before okay, he can go Okay, because I was going to say it's 28 days in yeah. between each. Okay, yeah. all right. So yeah, okay. um, he's like, I'll get rested up and then I can return to my people. And in the meantime, Maggie teaches him English, which he learns remarkably fast. In two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he tames, you know, a horse for Bobby and... uh 
Just keep going. And he and Maggie start to get real close. One night, he holds her while she's crying, and the next night, he lifts her out of her chair, and they go, quote-unquote, walking together. You know, because she can't walk. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and actually, Bobby, her handyman, becomes another medicine man under Shadowhawk's guidance. And he calls himself, he becomes Proud Eagle. There's a lot happening. There's so much that I'm going to go out on a really, probably pretty sturdy limb and say wasn't researched very much. Given the alacrity with which our main character was like, oh yeah, it's time travel, bitch. Like, So, um, Maggie and Shadowhawk kiss and mingle. They start getting real close. They think about sex. He says no. She thinks it's because she can't walk, but it's because he loves her and he knows he's going to have to leave her. Um, it has been <laughs> two weeks. Well, I don't. It probably has. I don't know if he's. I think that he's like the first two weeks come and then he's like, eh, I'll just stay another okay. month. Well, I think so- the two weeks pass and then unfortunately her two hired hands on her property have personal emergencies. And so, like, they have to up and leave. They have to be like, I'm so sorry, Maggie. Like, I can't stay and help you. Like, I have a family emergency. And okay. she's like, yes, go take care of that. And then Shadow Hawk is obligated to stay because she's no one else to help her. Like, she doesn't really yeah. know anyone in town. Like, she doesn't have anyone else that she can just call and, you know, hire and say, like, hey, do you want to work for a few days and help me out around here? And also anyone that she really feels comfortable with. You know, it's really interesting. Do you think she's tried getting over it? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um, so just, he's learned English, taught another human the entirety of his knowledge of the mystic, like belief system of his people, and fallen in love with a woman, all while managing the intricacies of like <laughs> at least a hundred, probably two hundred years worth of technology. Oh yeah, and also he learns how to drive and like goes to the grocery store with her and everything. <laughs> yeah just keep going okay so um so hawk's like well i can't leave you for one thing because like i can't leave you you have no one to help take care of you you need someone here to help you and also because he loves her it's like oh fuck love this spirit woman of mine all right yeah and maggie does not want him to return to his own time She's very much like, I don't want, please don't leave me, don't go back, I love you, all this shit. And, um. Yeah, I mean, he is, like, literally walked out of one of her romance novels. Literally, like, yeah. Yeah, she has a painting yeah. on the wall that she painted that looks dead on like him that she had before he even arrived because she was dreaming about him. Is it him in a loincloth with feathers in his hair with yeah, his arms above his head? Yeah, guy, you know, hands yeah, up. Yeah, uh-huh, right. Um. Sweet so, Jesus. you know, and I'm not even going to get into it, but we've got a rape assailant, assailant montage where Hawk gets to be a badass. Okay. Yeah, we're not even going to get into that. Great. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. Oh, fucking hell. Right. What is... I don't okay. think Madeline's okay. Keep going. She's not. Okay, so... No. But really what we have now, you know, after... after a rape, what do we have? Rape assailant, assailant montage is a falling in love montage you know you can't fall in love without attempted rape uh, okay 
Hawk and Maggie are getting closer and closer until finally, yes, they have sex. To answer your question, it's fine. Like, it's not... You know, amazingly, that wasn't my question. My question was, can she walk afterwards? Well, no. No. Oh, okay. No. I was going to say, she boned so hard. I was wondering that if that walk. was the case, too. And that was not... But so, the, yes, they have sex because Hawk just cannot take the sexual tension anymore. Mm, that's never a reason to have sex. Um, you, could, you don't have sex because you well, can't Well, there's never a yourself. good reason to have sex. You have sex just to enjoy yourself. You can, but you shouldn't have... A, the only reason you're having sex is because you can't control yourself? That's not a reason to have sex. I don't think, no, I guess I put it wrong. It's not because of that. It's more just kind of like... I'm so in love with you and like uh, I yes, wanna finally right. do this. Like, let's do it. Yes. And then they're like, Okay, it's just that once, you know. But unfortunately, sure. once you take sure a bite of that uh that uh albino Pringle, there's no going back. <laughs> you could have the whole can. It's white cheddar flavor. <laughs> so now Hawk is sort of in a predicament because Mackie could be pregnant. So now he's responsible for her and that potential child. <laughs> you have time traveled so far. How is this your top concern right now? Uh, you know, and plus he I... loves her. He doesn't actually want to leave her and go back to his own time anymore because he loves her. Um, but he's your like, but my entire... people... Village, My village was being slaughtered <laughs> by a white man. But no, no, this this one white bitch is fine. <laughs> it's not that it's fine. It's more like, like I said, he's in a predicament because he's like, I really need to go back in time, but also like, I, I mean, love her. I half. don't want to leave her. I feel like we're meant to be, and now she could be pregnant and she's disabled. Like. She's she's dependent on me. She's she's dependent That's... on him, and she's not making it any easier. She's like, I don't want you to go. Please don't leave. There's nothing you can do. That is not a healthy dynamic of de like dependency. Yeah, and also, um, or at least that's not a healthy mindset no. because like people who can't walk, etc., are not. They're their own people. Well, uh, I think they crazy. When, I mean, the the responsible thing to that w that should have been done is he should have helped her find people to that they trusted to yeah. take care of their the property so that she wasn't dependent on a romantic relationship. And also, like this is yeah, this is such a, like weird gray area ground. But also, it's been a month and a half, and your village is probably gone now. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, sorry, he's like, but Shadowhawk's like, all right, let's make this official. Let's get married. Um, what? <laughs> so they have a white, well, I shouldn't say that. They have a wedding in a chapel. Woo. Hawk wears a suit. But why are they getting married in a chapel? Like, go anywhere else. Maggie isn't religious. You have to have so much documentation to get a fucking <laughs> marriage license. Oh, no, they explain that. They just are How? like, they say like, oh, these two people know him. He's he's legit. No. <laughs> That's not how that but works. can we but come on can we also talk about though that like they're getting married yeah. in a chapel in a church he's wearing a suit they both do not believe in this what is the point well, why are so you doing like... this you have like three witnesses there why are you doing this 
it's so okay one why again he thinks she might be pregnant they've had sex why is his initial jump we need to get married both your societal standards yeah i'm totally going to accept zero problem no questioning and just get rid of everything that i've been grown up like grown up learning right it it's like an upsetting amount of like i don't know if naturalization is the right word of just totally getting rid of everything right i don't it's talk about i I mean it's like it's he's so okay with just letting go of so many important parts of his culture the moment like he meets this woman and it's yeah it it doesn't it it, no for one thing it doesn't when you read it it doesn't it just doesn't make psychological sense i'm just like i don't understand i i don't i have i had culture shock going to london like I had culture like that I it wasn't and that's not a crazy different place from where I live now right but I still experienced it I was still just like at at points I would be like exhausted I remember feeling exhausted and uncomfy because you have to think Mm -hmm. through every single cultural thing and be like and worry whether you're saying something or doing something that doesn't fit into the people around you he's doing that in the house that he's living him in all the time So I guess that, like, in an effort to verbalize why I don't feel, like, this makes me feel uncomfy, I guess what I would say is that it feels very much like this man from a totally different culture has met this white woman, and all of a sudden, magically, he is quote-unquote civilized. That's a good way of putting it. That's Very what it good. feels yes. like the author is trying I, and, to do. And, well, and it goes back to it what she says, a beautiful white woman falling in love with with a, yeah. a quote-unquote Indian. Like, it goes, I feel like it goes back to that. Just Yeah, I mean, it It very much feels like, and I. It, she's not out coming out right and saying it, but she's saying it in the way that she's writing how the characters are responding. Because she's not actively saying, like, oh, now he's not a, you know, now he's he's becoming civilized or whatever. It's more of like, he just completely gets rid of everything that he's ever known because, oh, look, it's this white woman and everything here is better. Well, and I, there are moments where they have conversations about the differences between their cultures and like, but it's, he's just, you're, he just seems so okay with it. He just seems, and I, that's what got me. So anyway, they, they get married. They go on a quote unquote honeymoon to the black Hills which to the reservations in Sturgis, which are just areas where um, basically they just go to areas where it's like, hey, indigenous peoples were fucking murdered here spots. Like a bunch of those. Like one after the other. And you know what? Shockingly, this makes Hawk a little depressed and feel more than a little guilty. He knows all of the horrible things now that are going to happen to the tribes. Why didn't they take him, like, somewhere where he wouldn't have heard about all of this? Like, take him to Florida. Take him to the beach. Give the man a margarita. Come on. (laughs) Why wasn't his first question, after coming to the realization that he has jumped X number of years into the future, be, okay, cool, so where, where are all of my, like, people? Oh, I'm sorry, Rachel. Where are- were you looking for logic in this book? Were you looking for oh, right. a natural human ordinary response? <sighs> <laughs>
All right. So uh, after their honeymoon, they head back to their house and Hawk rides off into the Black Hills and he goes and he's like, he's having a really hard moment. So he does some praying on it and he comes back to Maggie and says, I am so sorry, but I have to go back to my time. I have to warn my people. I love you, but I have to do this. Again, they're probably gone by now. I but you know you got to do is, something. You have to try, right? right? Like yeah, you need to go. I just, I'm still having such a hard time getting over the fact that it's so hard to vocalize why this is bad. Yeah. And the only thing I can come back to is putting myself in that position of like if I randomly jumped 200 years in the future and was surrounded by a bunch of people that were like very different from me, I, I would have questions. <laughs> right. Well, I would not go along with it. You. Uh, Right. And it's it that's what I think make it makes it uncom this character uncomprehensible. Like it doesn't yeah, make them I you want I I would empathize with him more if he was just like so sad and so devastated walking around in a cloud or Right. I am really curious to hear what our listeners' thoughts and opinions are. Yeah. Okay, Please. so but Maggie is absolutely devastated and is like doesn't our love mean anything? There's nothing you can do. Uh-uh. <laughs> you, I hate her. Oh, Thank you. Awful. I hate she's her. Awful. And she's just. I mean, she's Madeline. A self-insert is always bad. It's always yes. bad. You know. Don't marry Sue your shit. Yeah. Um. But so he says. Shadowhawk says goodbye to Maggie, saying goodbye, my heart. And if you forget about all the re- racism and the whitewashing and other triggers in this book, it's actually really sad. Because they're okay. both very, very sad, and they both don't want to do it. It's like ripping both of their hearts out. But so he rides off to the cave, and Rachel, can you guess what happens? He goes back in time, and she follows him. Her guilt magically disappears, and guess what? She can walk again. <laughs> Why? So don't worry. Dr. Bayless, my cousin Ricky, has some commentary on this too. Is it possible? <laughs> Why? Is it possible that her conversion disorder were cured by an even more profound psychological state of new romance? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she wasn't, and she didn't. So she gets. She suddenly gets up out of her chair, changes her clothes, and goes and gets on a horse and rides to the cave. What even is atrophy? <laughs> And it's so like he, Dr. Reiki also said, would she likely be at her same physical level of health? Almost certainly not. She would have profound loss of muscle mass, especially in her lower, ex- lower extremity muscles and would require aggressive physical therapy. I just imagine that. Don't worry, though. She actually got a really good lower body workout when they were fucking because the entire time he was just pumping her legs. <laughs> gosh um i so he so she actually rides a horse which i thought i was under the impression when i sent a message to my cousin the doctor that um she actually walked all the way to the cave so his commentary is a little skewed because he thinks that she walked i i found out later that she actually rode a horse but i'm like i don't think it's really skewed because riding a horse is still requires a lot lot of physical 
yeah, lower body. Really you have to be, yeah, you have to yeah. tell the horse what to do. And especially yeah, in 93, that's when they were still like sort of kicking horses, unfortunately. Yeah. They were squeezing. So, no! <sighs> I. So she gets to the cave I... and. <laughs> And she's like, the Shadowhawk, don't leave me. And he's like, how are you walking? And she's like, I'll explain later. And they both go back in time together. Um, Because apparently, just like in Doctor Who, you can't travel in time without a white person present. Was she there when he traveled there in the first place? No, but I just really liked that joke. Yeah, that's very good. (laughs) But like, I... mm, 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 I desperately just want this to be I'll tell you later no you'll tell me in the past and then they go back together (laughs) back to the past quick we have to go back to the future past alright so they both jump back in time together it would have also been really funny if they had both then gone to the future and he would have been like yeah now you know how I feel bitch now we're 400 years in the future. <laughs> damn right. it, it's one way. Oh, damn it, everything's <laughs> underwater. Uh, <laughs> where's Walmart? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know. So, uh, they, oh, so they go fuck. towards where Hawksville, they go to Hawks Village and it's just been annihilated. Like, it's destroyed. Yeah, All no shit, Sherlock. ashes. <laughs> And then they head to the tribe of Sitting Bull, who is another medicine man who did exist. Uh, okay. Tells, well, yeah, I've, I've heard of that. Yes. Who tells Shadowhawk that his people are, that his his tribe, Shadowhawk's tribe, is locked up at, are locked up at Fort Laramie. And after a couple of days of rest for Hawk and Maggie, they both head to Fort Laramie. Unfortunately, on the way, a white man, no, uh, or rather, a corporal officer arrests Shadow Hawk for being "quote unquote" well, what I'm "quote unquote" sus. <laughs> You're under arrest for being sus, sir, and also being brown with a white lady. Yes, that's really what it is. That's what he considers it's a capital sus. Mer- capital crime. Yeah, and Jesus uh, Christ. And this corporal officer takes Maggie upon his own horse, and then like ties up Shadow Hawk and makes them walk along. Walk, makes Shadow Hawk walk along behind them. I do have a very important question. Is she also in trouble for wearing pants? She isn't. Well, she's probably changed her clothes at this point because she did go to Sitting Bulls Village and they stayed there for a couple of days. But she does make a point to say that she kept her own underwear. Ew. (laughs) She hand washed it. Um, Yeah. No, at that point, just go. Just free ball it, my dude. I know. So they get to Fort Laramie and immediately Maggie is like, look, Shadowhawk is my husband. I am not his cap- captive. Please let me see my husband. And they're like, I can tell just by looking at you that you are hysterical. Your womb is womb is flying all over the place. Rest Honestly, here it's for a, real a few problem. days and you know, you will, won't even believe how much white dick you want. Uh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't even think she can believe how much white dick he thinks she'll want. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... Poor Hawk is being freaking tortured because they're like, where's Sitting Bull? And he's like, I don't know. Got nothing for okay. you. Okay. Um, and uh, You mean white people were the real villains the whole time? Oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. Damn uh, it. So let's see. But Maggie, Maggie senses the torture because they have a connection because she's his spirit woman. 
Wow, 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 wow. Mom, 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 they've resonated. They've resonated. That's all I got. Disclaimer, textual attention is not uh, equating the... Yeah. The 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 spiritual beliefs of any native or indigenous Amer- American indigenous tribes with those of big blue aliens. <laughs> mom, 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 right. mom. So, um, she actually finds the Native Americans who have like grouped in the fort, who have been locked up in there, and it is uh, Shadowhawks tribe. So she goes up to them and is like, Shadowhawks in trouble. He's going to die. They're going to torture him to death. And they're like, why would a white woman care about what happens to Shadow Hawk? And she's like, he's my husband. I, I'm i his spirit woman. And this other woman comes up in the tribe and is like, wait, spirit woman? And Shadow Hawk, what? I'm his mother. How do you know about all this stuff? Wait a minute. Fuck. His spirit woman is a white woman? God damn it. I knew this kid would disappoint me. <laughs> that... That I'm okay with. Yes. That response of Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, she wouldn't say that, but uh, no, she wouldn't. Sorry. <laughs> um, so uh, they, Winona, who is Shadowhawk's mother, is like, okay, let's figure. Out, let me get a plan together. Let me see what I can do. In the meantime, you need to go back to where you were staying, so they don't like sus- suspect that something is up. So she goes mm-hmm. back, and then she comes back like a few hours later, and they have Shadowhawk. They've managed to get him out of the prison, and he is like barely alive he is mostly how? dead how up until this point did they just magic they just had two guys break him out of prison through the power of a white woman being like hey you should probably like do escape that. you should yeah. probably like do that um have you considered escaping have you have tried you getting tried over that? it have you thought about have that you tried well, getting literally over that's the also what happens because they bring him back they manage to bring him back to life which is a fucking miracle all on its own because he was like near death. And then they return to sitting bulls camp. And then they, so Maggie is like, it's all going South in America. Nothing. It's not going to go well for you guys here. Let's go to Canada, which I don't Not great. Not, not better. Great, not. I don't know much about what happened to native or I keep saying that indigenous tribes when they went up to Canada. I don't think it was much better, but no, wasn't good no so um i here's here's at this point in this book mike my conundrum it's not gonna have a happy ending it can't literally we know what happens with history literally (laughs) all right how are you gonna make this work so guess what rachel remember that connection i was talking about because she's a spirit woman so uh he can magically sense that she's pregnant with a son. But he couldn't up until now? No. But she's like, and Maggie's like, she has this thought process of, wouldn't I have known at first? I mean, sure, my boobs are tender and I've had morning sickness and my period is late, but I can't be pregnant, can I? And she has all of these symptoms, and yet it's Hawk who, quote unquote, knows she's pregnant. <laughs> How long have they been in the past? I don't know. Okay. It feels like years, doesn't it? It Yes, this, the past hour feels like years. So, um, and this is where the book gets even weirder. How? So remember that guy, Bobby, from before? 
He became yeah, Proud Eagle. Sure do. Um, so he became a student of Shadowhawk. He's been getting weird visions and messages from Heart of the Wolf, who, yes, is still dead, but he's still getting visions and messages from him, who's like, you need to follow Shadow. You need to follow the Hawk. You need to follow Shadowhawk. And so he's okay. like, how do I do that? Well, he figures out how to go back in time. Good. Great. Man, thank God he had a DeLorean. <laughs> And a uh, and an old white man to be friends with. Um, <laughs> great Scott, great Scott. Uh, so he finds Bobby finds Maggie and Shadowhawk. I guess I should stop calling him Bobby because he's Proud Eagle at this point. But Proud Eagle finds Maggie and Shadowhawk on their way to bringing Shadowhawk's tribe safely to Canada. And and Proud Eagle dives. That's impressive. Yeah, I know. Proud Eagle dives headfirst into the culture. Like he is so into it. He he's. It's actually pretty cute because he him. just is like, he becomes like a part of the tribe. They all accept him. They all love him. He's like very valued, um, very helpful. And he even marries another woman in the tribe who he like falls absolutely madly in love with. And it's really cute because he like goes through the whole courting thing and it has Shadowhawk help him through it. And he's like, See? That's good. That is it, acceptable. It is. And it's, and, um, and he's like, Shadowhawk, please, I can't wait anymore. I love her so much. Aww. It's actually he's... really cute. Yeah, he's Lakota. He's Lakota. Okay. Yeah. He's just Lakota from the future. Um Future Lakota. Future Robo Lakota. So, um, it's actually kind of convenient though that Proud Eagle comes to the past because Maggie's pregnancy starts to go awry. So she's bleeding and it's starting to look like miscarriage. But Ooh time travel if they can get back to maggie's time then maybe they could save their child with modern medicine okay if if you need to hear i should this, have added miscarriage as a trigger I'll there were add, just so many i'll add miscarriage <laughs> as a trigger if you need to hear this mis- miscarriage is far more common than society leads you to believe it does not make it any easier but it is a thing that happens to a lot of women i think she was at this point pretty far along in her pregnancy yeah so yeah. So it's yeah, it's less I, common. The further you get, I feel like the less common it is. Um, yeah. And it was far enough along. Well, and so like Winona, Shadowhawk's mom, like examines um, Maggie and comes out and is like, Shadowhawk, this does not look good. Like, you're mm-hmm. probably going to lose the kid and you might lose your wife. So mm-hmm. be prepared. Um, so then Shadowhawk is like, well, that's not going to work. And so he's like, I think that the destiny is that proud eagle is supposed to take my tribe to canada the like promised land the promise canada the promise, canada <laughs> and i am supposed to return with maggie to the future shadowhawk and maggie return to the present era and she does see a doctor luckily like her pregnancy will be okay but she will have to be on bed rest like for the rest of her mm-hmm. pregnancy um and uh, and so, and she's relieved, like, she loved being back in time and, like, seeing that culture and all of that, but she was also like, I, you know, this is not my time, like, you know. It's weird that she has those thoughts, but he doesn't. Never does, no. And she's like, I want to raise my children around modern medicine. And um, so he comes forward in time, and they're, I think they kind of mutually agree that they're going to stay, they're not going to go back in time again. And this kind of leaves Shadowhawk feeling a little bereft, well, more than a little bereft, because he's like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like, especially when at the end of her pregnancy, 
Shadowhawk was just taking care of Maggie, and that was some sort of purpose. But then once the baby's born, and it's a boy, um, he's kind of like, I don't really know what to do with my life. And so there's... Is he huh? having a moment of introspection? He is. Luckily, it's resolved oh my God. really quickly. Oh, good. Um, thank God. So he, I didn't want to feel they, anything. They both get a knock on the door. Like, she's had the baby at this point. Um, and there's a knock on the door and it's a boy and, and Maggie's like, you look very familiar. I know where this is going. And she realizes he he looks a ton like Proud Eagle. Yeah. And this kid walks in and he's like, I need Proud Eagle. Where is he? I need his help. Um, and so Proud Eagle and Shadowhawk or Proud Eagle's little brother and Shadowhawk talk outside on the front porch and he's like i am in trouble i'm living with these people on the reservation and it sucks like i think it's like a foster family situation and i don't have anywhere to go i was hoping that i could stay with with proud proud eagle for a while and shadow hawk comes in and is like guess what we're adopting more children and so their (laughs) home basically becomes a home for wayward lakota nation children the end they have like five kids i I will say, I did not see where that was going. Mm-hmm. My expectation was uh, that Proud Eagle had passed down the knowledge of these two time-traveling people through his tribe, and some of them were going to show up at their door and be like, hey, it's us, we're here again. No, you know, I actually did not hate the ending. Um, I'm okay with, like, uh, with that. I have a problem that a white woman had to instigate it all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this whole thing had to, and also it doesn't, their time traveling and all of that just doesn't really make sense which like it doesn't make sense in outlander either and that's like super popular so fine but yeah it just doesn't make at least in outlander like she claire is helpful because she like has the teachings of modern medicine to help her so she can like Mm -hmm cure people and all that sort of stuff like maggie comes back in time and there's no she's not like like giving knowledge or anything like that she's just there to be your token white girl yeah yeah it's it it's bad when that white woman is like the savior of everything right because that's white saviorism by definition um oh i have a note in this that during this whole book bo burnham's uh song a white woman's instagram played on repeat (laughs) in my mind just the entire time white woman white woman's <laughs> instagram. instagram okay so and then i have some comments that i just that i wrote down oh, please okay please so one give of them me is these. so one thing that's crazy is well not crazy but like i was like what is that in this book it's the misogyny also is a thing yeah well so like because shadow hawk is like that's woman's work and so I did reading one of the things that was one of the biggest things on the Sioux Nation website, the um, Lakota Dakota Nakota dot org, was that the Lakota Nation and I think the Sioux Nation is matriarchal. Like yeah. they are led and led by women. Women. Oh, God. Why is he There's saying just... shit like this? There's so much that it's like, did you even read a book? Did you pick up a book about <laughs> anything? you wrote a book, did you pick up a book? <laughs> right. It's 93. They had books. Go to your books local library. Um, Jesus Christ. So, oh, here. 
um, back in the, so this is a quote from the um, Lakota, Dakota, Nakota Nation.org website. Back in the old times, we had matriarchal societies. Those prestigious societies were our governments. We also had an overall government, which was English, which in English was called the seven campfires. Every tribe in the seven campfires of the government had a woman leader. She was either a warrior or a head woman of a society, or she was a spiritual leader or a medicine woman. So they mentioned medicine woman on this okay. website. All right. The final decision making, whether to do or not to do something, even whether to go to war or not, was a woman's decision. But this government disappeared when the white military started destroying our natural boundaries and confining us to the forts. Because also, those white men probably weren't going to listen to a woman. No, they weren't. No. Because white pe- white people and white men are the worst. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And also in this book, he mispronounces Maggie's name. But that's the only thing he mispronounces in English. What? Why? Okay. He says Maggie. And there's like a little dash between the Mag and the Gee. Why? Why? Uh, Why? What was the AIDS thing? Oh, yes. Um, It was a... So, that's in my quotes section. Quotes. Oh, good. What manner of white woman was this to have such power? (laughs) I wish with every fiber of my being that podcasting could spontaneously become a visual medium. Because I really would love everyone to just see the look on my my face just fall. Like an infographic of just Rachel emojis. What Rachel's feeling at that moment. Why, with this, with his knowledge of history, she could write the most authentic historical romances the world has ever seen. That's what she should be thinking about when someone travels back in time. <laughs> Listen, she Have you considered a dead look on her face? Like, absolutely just crushed. Hey, hey, Maggie. Hey. Have you considered have, not? Have you considered maybe research? And, and maybe primary sources? No. No, oh. yeah, she has primary sources. She went to the Indian village in Frontierland. That's what this feels like. <laughs> we can, can feels- we even like. And, uh, God, okay, no, no, one more. Oh, AIDS thing. AIDS thing. Oh, yes. Some things were hard to translate. It was difficult to explain what AIDS was to a man who came from a culture where there was no such thing as casual sex. Hey, I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't think anything apart that apart about that sentence is right. Anything. <laughs> I mean, and that was one of the things where I was like, well, I could go into like the sex. Do I have time to go into the sex culture of the Sioux Nation and the Lakota Dakota Nakota dot or Lakota Dakota Nakota nations tribes? I no. I do not have the time nor the crayons. I don't have actually. the time to do that. Like. No. All right, here we go. Here's last one. Indians. Nothing but Indians, as far as the eye could see. <laughs> she had been fascinated with Indians for as long as she could remember, but she'd never seen so many at one time in one place. She felt as if she were about to step into one of her own romance novels. She felt like a white rose in a field of red carnations. The line from one of her books whispered in the back of her mind. Ah! <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> What? <laughs> that wasn't even the thing I was going to rant about that last little bit. I wasn't going to rant about that because I hadn't heard it yet. I had something else to rant about and then everything went from my mind yeah. when that line was yeah. fucking read out. No, here's... 
Girl, you want to know why you've never seen so many indigenous peoples in one place? Do you want to know why? She knows why. She knows that they were all murdered. Yeah, but like, that, that's she's, all I she's think She's way of. too cool with that. She's like that's way too I'm... like, there's nothing that can oh, be God. done. You're literally a time traveler. The only thing I can fucking think of is I've never seen so many indigenous peoples in one place. Yeah, because we fucking murdered a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not rating this. No. No. No, we're not. This is non-rateable. The fact that it has that good book smell, you know. I don't want to talk about the sex either. Oh no, we're not. We'll. Yeah, no, we're not rating this at all. Um, I did. I'm done, and I'm wondering what I should do with this book. Oh, it's so right. I... Could we burn it and then put it like in a like the ashes in a flower pot and grow something? I'm so torn on that because I'm really like against burning books. I'm holding it up to the to the camera so that Rachel can see it very closely and just look at how racist it is. The other... Yeah. The other okay. question is: Do we really want to fertilize something with that? Yeah, that's true. It just literally opened a page. Do it. Do it. Do you want me to read it aloud? Yep. Would you tell me something? Maggie asked. Yes. Have you ever? She bit down on her lower lip, wondering if she really wanted the answer to the question on the tip of her tongue. Have you ever taken a scalp? I am a warrior. Okay, yeah, we can burn it. Yeah, that's fine now. This is good. Great. Okay, let's see. I'm so glad I'm going to be editing this while drinking wine tomorrow. Thank God. We can rest a while if you feel better now. I don't. I'm going to leave. I'm going to... We're done. It's done. done. It's over. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for sticking around this long. And hey, if this was your first episode, this is as bad as it gets. (laughs) Never say that. I can always find a worse book. Don't. Don't try. (laughs) People love these episodes. Uh, Do they? No, they don't. But Lindsay. 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 I can't remember where she actually found this. I'll have to ask her tonight. Was it a Goodwill? I don't think she paid for it. That's the good news. Okay. That's good. So. Yeah, no. Whatever we do to this book, listeners, know that it it will be going on to a better life. It is time for it to become something new. Something new. Something it will be new. repurposed. The the trees that it was printed upon. Well, will so have I new can life. throw it in the recycling bin. I can recycle this book. Yes. So I can... and that might be it. But we'll see what we we'll we'll discuss it this weekend yes. when we hang out. Jesus fuck. Okay. Well, uh, I can't. Even I am sing a worse it. person for this. Yeah. But like. Also a better person because I know more about the Sioux Nation and have more interesting things to research. Right. So, yeah. yay? Yay? Yay. Also, That's a good thing. Yay? It is a good thing. But also, yeah. Well, we're broken. Yep. All right. Aelin, near you. Thank you for the use of your song, Oh Love, off the album Be Held. And uh, I would just like to go ahead and on record say we're sorry, but we're not. <laughs> we're not. But also, oh, God, it's a complicated emotion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, we're sorry that blind. white people suck. We know that we did. We're, Dude, like, we're part of it. We're so sorry. Yeah, we're so. Just know we're trying so hard. Yeah, we are really. I feel like that's the kind of also the issue is that I feel like I have to like apologize for just existing. Yeah, and like that's nothing compared well, to like what other people go through. I know, I know, but I'm like I hate here- feeling shitty. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. I don't know why I waved.